So we got to start this show off by showing some love to a phenomenal two-sport athlete that had the internet going nuts this weekend, joining his twin sister who was named MVP of the same tournament on the girl side. So let's give it up for Noah. Um, little trouble pronouncing that last name, so we're going to go to our resident pronunciator. Sebastian, how do you pronounce that last name? I like my job too much, um, so I'm going to say... <laughs> Kanaysayer? <laughs> it's the K-Silent. Like knife? Is it Kaniga? How to pronounce the name Kaniga. Kaniga. That Kaniga's on fire! Kaniga. Mr. Kaniga. Kaniga. Kaniga for three! <laughs> Where that name come from? I don't know. What origin is that? Kaniga is a name of English origin found primarily in the U.S. and Poland. How many of them are there? He's a twin. That means there's a female that looks <laughs> just like that. And welcome to the debut of Unapologetically Disruptive with Petty Murphy. I am your host, Petty Murphy. You guys might know me from the Petty Murphy Project. You might know me from comedy such as this. How are you doing tonight? You sing over there by yourself? Why? That's because I'm, una I'm really unapologetically disruptive, everybody. And tonight, we're going to talk about the Cat Williams situation. Of course, if you guys didn't watch Club Shay Shay last week, Cat Williams broke the internet. There's a lot of things that broke the internet from the guy that was fighting over the judge going 619 on the judge in Las Vegas to a lot of things that happened. But Cat Williams has got the entire country talking, especially the comedy community, on Club Shay Shay. Here's a clip of what happened on Club Shay Shay last week. The same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit and he and then he gets this high top fade making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. And it's a man unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. You would have to. So joining me tonight, we're talking about this because we are comedians as well. And there's a lot of truth that Kat said as well that got people a little upset and they got people laughing as well. A lot of memes and everything else to that's keeping us laughing, everybody. Joining me are my special guests, comedians, Peels, and Jaron Dorsey here on Unapologetically Disruptive. Brothers, welcome to the premiere episode of Unapologetically Disruptive. How y'all doing tonight? 
What's going on, big dog? Hey, what's up? What's up? How y'all doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, brothers. Now, you know, we're vets in this game. We've put in more than five plus years, as about as much time as fathers that we know have put in with their kids. We, we, um, we all watched the uh, episode last week of Club Shay Shay with Cat Williams. And there are some truths said, it's because the comic scene was talking about we grew up watching. So I want to get your guys' perspective on what he said. And was there any truth that you find any truth to that? I'm going to start with you, Peels. I mean, shit. Ain't nobody saying, ain't nobody saying no. No, he didn't. I know he, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody going against his word. And at the same time, like, he got receipts. Like he said, he, he came in talking about this is what he was going to prove. This is what he was going to do. And he got footage to show all this shit. Like, it's, it's. That shit was mind blowing, man. Like, damn. Like, but as far as like on a level, as far as stealing Joseph mm -hmm. shit, like <clears throat> I feel him, cause he got he he got footage of him doing the damn joke, and then turn around and yeah. just see this man do it on a, a whole special, on a on a major, you know what I'm saying, type of situation, like. I'd be fucked up about it too, but like locally, like you gonna always find somebody that you might feel or you might. But on his on his level, hell yeah, I, I feel him one hundred percent. Definitely, 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 Jared. Um, let me get your perspective on that, man. What you think? Yeah, uh, you know, honestly, I'm in the same boat. Like, you know, nobody's coming out to dispute it, and <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he got the facts to back that shit up. And, you know, it's specifically the joke stealing thing, uh, you know, with Cedric, uh, you know, what, what happened, I can tell you what Cedric was thinking, you know, he, nobody knew Ken at that time, exactly. you know, not, not really. Right. So, you know, he was like, shit, not everybody saw that episode of Comic View. He did that joke. I'm going to go ahead and run this on this movie. And, you know, he, I mean, let's just call it what it is. He built damn near a whole career on his performance on Kings of Comedy. And to think that his biggest punchline final joke was just a variation of Cat Williams' joke, that, that's pretty crazy to think about. Boy, that's some timing, man. Like, do that make you want to go back and just do some looking at Comic View? And, like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, just to put it straight, like back then, because we talking late nineties, early two thousands. I mean, high school. Like, like, it's easier. It was easier to steal jokes back then because not everybody had all their shit recorded and shit like that. So, you know, people could just show up to a comedy club, see some, and then say that shit on TV. Exactly. You could be sitting out. You could be sitting at home. Wait, that's my joke. Well, what you gonna do to prove it? You know what I mean? But Cat Williams got the proof because he performed it on TV, so he got the receipts. That, that aspect right there. And the things that he was saying also to when it started off with Ricky Smiley. Now you gotta understand that the comics that he named that came that he was naming, Central Entertainer, Ricky Smiley, Steve Harvey, they all appeared on Club Shay Shay. But none of them ever mentioned Cat. None of them ever mentioned Cat. And he basically told the truth. Now, when it comes to Ricky Smiley, now, come on, now, you you think y'all can believe Ricky Smiley can play Money Mike in the Friday after next? No. 
No, no, not after what we just heard. Anyway, I mean, no. if you, if you, and then if you like, like you, you know about comedy, like you said, shoot, Ricky Smiley did clean comedy, like so that wouldn't have fit his whole. Yeah, that wouldn't have fit his whole. Gimmick. Yeah, the way people much. look at him and all that. Yeah, so that no, nah, no. Nah. Plus, I, I agree with Cat Williams. I never found Ricky Smiley funny myself. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. I mean, little Daryl was part, little Daryl was forty, and you know the uh, once we got that. Is my daddy there? He hungry. He's so yeah. hungry. That was funny, but I never thought that Ricky's. I mean, I give respect to the OGs because they did pave the way for us. But when I sat there and wa watched those interviews, and I actually sat there and watched. I mean, it was two and a half. Two damn near three hours. I mean, I almost ran out of weed. I mean, trying to stay awake. I'm like, trying to watch the shit. But it, it was like the, the rest of the world did not matter because everybody was sitting and watching Club Shay Shay. And I know Shannon Sharp. And and, I, and trust me, I, I respect Shannon now that he doesn't play for the Denver Broncos. But Shannon used to talk shit back in the day. Fuck him and shit. He had Derek Thomas' girlfriend's number. We, don't, we can't see the Chiefs fans not forget that shit. But. <laughs> It boosted, it really, really broke the internet. And one thing that he did say when he talked about the Illuminati, which, of course, he talked about the Illuminati and those who sold their soul, he did talk about Kevin Hart. And I've always said that Kevin Hart is typecast, kind of like Cuba Gooden Jr. radio. The only reason why Cuba Gooden Jr. got to play radio is because he was typecast. How you go for Trey to play and retarded? I don't know. So, when he talked about Kevin, it's true. Because Kevin, don't get me wrong, Kevin is funny. A few of Kevin's uh, hard stand-ups are funny. But to me, I think Kevin basically sold out. I, I, I think that it basically, he became commercialized. And if you don't that is Kevin's feel. Man, like I said, watching that shit as a comedian, just on the the originality and his hustle for the game, like, got me, like, all the other stuff, like, it's, that's just, like, hell yeah, but, like, how he just, like, that boy was cold, that boy cold, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, when it comes to, like, when it comes to the Kevin Hart stuff, I ain't gonna hold you, that kind of sounds like sour grapes a little bit, <laughs> from, from Cat Williams, it really do. It really do. Like, I agree with a lot of stuff Kat said, but I can't agree with, like, all of it. Because I, I, I can't well, I can't constantly sit here and say that, Kat, that Kevin Hart had everything handed to him. I can't. Oh, no. Can't oh, no. Oh, no. No, I can't, say, I can't yeah. say that neither because Kevin put 20 years of hard work in. 20 yeah, now, years of hard now, work. Now, if you were to say that he sold out or, you know, he definitely commercialized, I agree with that. But Yeah, that's why he's commercialized now. But, but his grind... It's grind. Yeah. He put twenty plus years in. But I'll say this: the, the comedians, the comedians that didn't make it to that level, though, like okay, they were saying the same shit about Eddie Murphy when he was playing Donkey. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. like at at a certain point of fame, no matter what you do, people are gonna say you sold out because you don't, you know, because you, you know, you done made it to a certain level. You know what I mean? On Cat Williams level. And the way he explained himself, like I always thought Kevin Williams was hella smart as a Thanks. person, as a person 
period. You know what I'm saying? His his comedy just ended up growing up on me. And now it's like shit, like damn you when you when you think about it, it's like dude, it's a, like they say it was like a domino effect. It's like you kind of was was ready itching for this, and at the same time, it's like, let me clear some shit up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I got a hundred uh shows. You know what I'm saying? Doing this 19, like 19 plus. And I ain't bumping to none of y'all. I ain't, I don't see none yeah. of y'all. I don't, like, we don't shake hands. Like, and when it's all said <laughs> done, he, he, he got a, a fact for each comedian that he feel that done something that, that went against the grain. And I, like he said, he just kept it as, I'm not doing this. I'm not, I'm not going to put myself out here. You know what I'm saying? Because my conscience is different than the next person. Like I'd rather just go ahead and get it on get it out the mud. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, boy, he cold, cause to sit there and turn down, like he said, he said he turned down 50 million four times. Like <laughs> that shit had me down laughing. He said, hey, man. He said, I did it four times. <laughs> Diddy don't play, man. You know what I'm saying? Diddy like the party. <laughs> Diddy like the party. <laughs> Man, like fifteen, just but Can't stop, won't stop. But it's but it, but if it wasn't for social media and and shit in the world now, like boy, we'll be a lot of people would be, you know, what I'm saying doing real good, and, when, and people wouldn't even be knowing or having an idea of what's going on. They'd just be thinking like, damn, he's funny. You see him all the time. Yep. Welcome back here on. Unapologetically disruptive. I'm your host, Petty Murphy. Um, we had some issues happen to basically where the stream just went completely out. Big shout out to my engineer, Mike. Mike did a great job getting us back on here. So we're going to continue talking about what happened on Club Shay Shay with Cat Williams. For those who missed it, I'm going to play this clip again. The same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom and then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit and he and then he gets this high top fade making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business and it's a man unit. Then you ask it, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. You would have to. So welcome back. On to uh, this is unapologetically disruptive here on the pet with Petty Murphy, and welcome back all to hear my special guest Jaron Dorsey here on unapologetically disruptive. We're waiting on pills to get back on here. All right, before we had all the technical difficulties, what I was saying is Kevin put Hart put in a lot of the work in for twenty plus years, and com I commend him for that. He put a lot of hard work in. Does he deserve the things that he's gotten? Yes, he has. Some people said that he's sold out. Some people said that he's not funny. Some people said that he's commercialized. I'm one of those people who said that he is commercialized because 
I need the Kevin Hart that was. The, I need the Kevin Hart that was like you no know, on his little stand up talking about his daughter. You black bitch. You know I need that Kevin Hart yeah. back. Yeah. That, yeah, that Kevin that Hart Kevin was Hart. Yeah, but that Kevin Hart's long gone. It seems. Go ahead, Jerry. No, I was gonna say yeah. It seems like that Kevin Hart is long gone. <laughs> right, and I think that's what the, that's what the 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 um the cat was talking about. You want that Kevin Hart back? And a lot of people say, oh, they never done movies together. They never appeared on a TV show together. Actually, they have. And if you guys go back to Nick Cannon's short circuits from back in the day, and some of y'all may not remember, it's just like Nick Cannon's uh, rap career. Nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> it was on MTV and he played Judge Mo Dollars. And there was an episode where Kevin Hart was on there. Yeah, you also got to remember that they also played in the movie School Dance. All. I remember that movie. They were in the same movie. So they didn't have the same scenes, but they were all in the same movie. So they all knew each other right then and there. But when it comes to the comedies and the stealing, the jokes and everything else, too, what Peels was saying is that back then, it's correct. You can get away with stealing the damn jokes. It's because there was no social media back then. Yep. For the 2002. Facebook yeah. is grown, but but see, but Facebook wasn't blown up as it was because all you can do is talk to people yeah, that like, you know went to school with or play Farmville, and then when they just got then you blow shit up. Right, but like, like what was what was Cat Williams supposed to do? Call Cedric out on Black Planet? Like, come on now. Like, yeah, man, yeah, come on, man. What, what are you supposed to do? Go on AOL chat? <laughs> like, on, on yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you like, got mail? Like, Fuck you, nigga. Yeah, you know. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, no, but. I think that, you know, with that, too, because we're comedians, we've been, we're vets in the game. I'm celebrating my 15th year in this. Um, I've seen people use my jokes on that I put on social media and try to steal them as theirs. But I'll go right in that motherfucking inbox like, uh, yo, we just had this conversation, bro. Stop stealing my shit. <laughs> you want to steal my shit? Cash at me. Cash at me. You, yeah. can, you can have it. You can have it. <laughs> you can cash yeah. at it. But yeah, pay them royal, think, pay pay them royalties up, yo. Yeah, yeah, get my royalties up, man. You know, but you think you think that what he said, he came from a. I think he came from a good place. He came from the good place to basically tell us the truth. And the number one thing that we all hate as Americans, this is why countries hate us, like Canada, is because we're so arrogant. We hate what we demand the most. It's the truth. Yeah. And he spoke his truth. So mm -hmm. I think we should we should go ahead and respect it. But it broke the internet for and for those dummies in the back. If you didn't grow up watching Eddie Murphy, Red Fox, Richard Pryor, Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock. No, we grew up watching that. That's what we grew up on. Do you think that comedy Pretty much like this. I'll put it like this. Do you think that the comedy game right now has gotten soft? Uh, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And people will argue with, "Oh, well, no, you just have to change with the times." To an extent, you do, but also the audience needs to adjust to what you're coming to a comedy show for. Um, most of your average people, just to keep it a hundred. Most of your average people still crave for that raw comedy 
um, because they go to a comedy show to hear people say the shit that they can't say in their day-to-day life, pretty much. They want to laugh, they want to have a good time, and they want, you know, they want people to bring up that real raw emotion. You know, it don't got to be nothing hateful or nothing. It could be, you know, even jokes as simple as like sex jokes and stuff like that. When people put it out there on stage and stuff, like it's stuff that you might want to say to somebody, but you can't, but you can laugh together with it, right? Uh, so I definitely think, and that's why I respect the people like your Chappelle's and all them that still do their Netflix specials or whatever, and they still write how they want to write and you either accept it or you don't, you know, and I don't think it's a, you know, Sam McCat Williams and all them. And there's no coinkadink that all that shit is the stuff that makes the money. Right. Um, now there's room. You know, there's room for more clean comedy and stuff like that, but stay in your lane and don't come over into our lane and try to monitor how we do shit. You know what I mean? Unless somebody right. goes on stage, like like I could see if somebody goes on stage and they fucking start praising Hitler or some shit like that. <laughs> like besides that, then, like, then, then, then we have then we have to draw the line right there. You gonna bring up Hitler, yeah. Trump, and all that stuff? We gonna have to draw the line, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but you know, like. All the other shit is just jokes, man. And people in life and, 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 in general take it way right. too seriously. Right. You're taking it too serious, man. You know, it, 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 this is why I tell people, man, not all of us can be Matt Rife. Not all of us can, you know, get fired by Nick Cannon. Like, <laughs> okay, who the fuck is Nick Cannon? Yeah. No one can get fired for Wiley now that they make a lot of money basically based off of, um, you know, soccer moms and divorcees and everything like that, too. And I give Matt Rife this respect. He found his niche. He said, you know what? If I'm going to be a, you know, a comedian and I want to make it big, let me go fill out an application at Abercrombie and Fitch. I mean, seriously, you know, you know, that type of thing, too. But not everybody can be that. But when you guys, when the comics do the clean comedy, right? Because I'm a dirty motherfucker. I'm petty. All right. What the fuck damn name says? Petty Murphy. What the fuck you think you're going to fucking get? I'm not going to water down my motherfucking jokes. I ain't doing shit in four minutes. I ain't doing shit in seven minutes. I ain't doing shit in 10 minutes. Hell, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going to do my set and I'm going to talk my shit. And I'm going to tell that truth. I don't like when the clean comics want to come in and say, oh my God, I don't like his comedy because it's just so dirty and my friends didn't like it. They found it so offensive. Look, bitch, if you found it fucking offensive, why the fuck did you come? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like, I very much, like, one of my, I have a few different shows that I bring back every once in a while, but one of my shows is Saturday Night Raw, right? Which is a playoff mm-hmm. of re- wrestling, but also, <laughs> yeah, but also like it's raw comedy. Like that's the that's the idea. Like we, you know, we're raw, unfiltered, and we gonna say what the fuck we want. And that's probably my most popular flyer I ever put out because people want that shit, and the people that don't want it, eh, go fuck yourself. I mean, not literally, but like just don't, <laughs> you know, like just yeah. don't. If it's not for you, don't come and don't give me your opinion because it it's already skewed because it's not for you anyway. You know what I mean? That's like me going to a Matt Rife show. People are like, oh, do you think he's funny? It's not for me, but I respect him. But I'm mm-hmm. not gonna sit there and watch his whole ass special. That's for single white girls that think they have a shot with him, you know? Like, right, like and, and those single white girls probably got committee or something. I don't think we would want him to have catch that, you know. Do don't know catch yeah, right, cases yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's the thing with me is that people, this this comedy thing 
it's gotten so out of hand with the cancel culture. Cancel culture does not exist, okay? It's like, well, they got R. Kelly. No, R. Kelly got himself, okay? That's what the fuck happened. But black people yeah. knew what happened for 20, 30 years, and we didn't say yeah. nothing. There's a thing called I mean, no I, snitching. Yeah, I mean, I was a kid and knew about R. Kelly. Let's keep it on. Right. We, and, and, know, and we know what know. happened Michael Jackson. We know damn well he ain't touched them little boys' little booty holes. We know what that was all about was money. Bill Cosby yeah, shot us. Bill Cosby shot this because that was TV's dad. And all he was getting ready to do was buy NBC after Friends went off the air. And they didn't like that. They didn't want Bill Cosby to get rid of Law and Order. That's what the hell is wrong with it. But we know that cancel culture does not exist. It's because <laughs> it just doesn't exist. It's just a bunch of sensitive ass crybabies that basically just don't, don't, don't fit into this world. Like, if you're going to go to a comedy show, not tell everybody all this too, mm -hmm. after Dave Chappelle got attacked and everything else too, if you're coming to my comedy show, be prepared to get basically, I'm going to, the world is going to shock you. People are going to talk shit. You pay for what you get. I had a girl tell me there were some comics that were like, well, I didn't come to see you. I came to see them. And this is why I had to tell her. I said, look here, bitch. In order to get see them, you had to see me. Therefore, you pay to what you for what you get. Thanks for the money. Have a nice day. And yeah. it pissed her off. She said, I'm never coming to another show of yours again. It's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm not here yeah, to basically right. entertain you. I got 200 of motherfuckers I got to came here to entertain. And yeah. 199 of them, like me, you're just the only one that's complaining. So why am why am I worried about you? I got 9 billion other people in the world to go piss off. <laughs> yeah, there's all there's always that one person. There's it's always, always that one person. Always that one person. Always, always that one, one person. person. Well, I call them the I call them the social media the social media age people. So it's really the only people the only people that bitch about this shit is the people that get on their Facebook or Twitter or whatever and they start going off about shit. But everybody, your normal people that just I don't know work a job, <laughs> make money, and they just look into escape on a Friday night, Saturday night, whatever it is. They want to have a couple of drinks and have a good time. Those are the people that we really trying to entertain. We're not trying to entertain these. I, these I, I like I, I, I like what Paul Rosso said. He said, "Bring back the sense of humor and get rid of safe spaces." There. <laughs> if you are a comedy club across the country, we are open to travel across the country. Just make sure our fucking money's right because we black. We want our money back. We we know what we know what the know what the money looked like. If we see smoky. In the back of the bushes of a five dollar bill, we know it's fake. Make sure the money's right. We know what that means. But he's right. We gotta bring back that sense of humor. People need to know bring back the sense of humor and laugh a little bit because life is already fucked up. <laughs> so let us fuck you up for 15 to 20 minutes to an hour. No, let us know make you laugh because you can go back to work and talk shit to your boss. Now, if you get fired, that's on you. Yeah, that's <laughs> on you. I Listen, I, I gave you the instructions. I ain't tell you to do them, motherfuckers. <laughs> I right, told you right, what to do right. on there. Yeah. I can yeah. I can tell you about a bomb, but I ain't tell you how to make the bitch. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, just because <laughs> I said you look like Bin Laden, I say act like the motherfucker. Come on now. Right. Just because I say you look like just because I say you look like Kanye West doesn't mean I want you to go act like Kanye West. I don't mean you to go over the fucking get the fuck up some shit. I don't need that, okay? I'm hey, saying that. Hey, listen, y'all can give me that pre-2012 Kanye talent, though. I'll make some money real quick. And then right. I'll get I'm out not, that bitch. I'm, I'm not saying you gotta be CM Punk. 
but we gonna drop some pipe bombs on your ass. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna knock a motherfucker out backstage if I need to. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm not. I'm, and we're not yeah. saying that our comedy shows that are real and raw are going to turn into the Source Awards. No, it's not. <laughs> no, no, we're no, not. No. We're not gonna. We're not saying that. We're just saying that we need to bring back that sense of humor, and people need to learn how to laugh and quit being so sensitive. I mean, yeah. I understand there's a whole lot of things that people make people sensitive. I get it. If you're yeah. sensitive, go to church. Okay, <laughs> go to church. I don't care if you go to the 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 the, 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 the pupil, you know, you go to the public or you go to chicken. Go to church. If you're right. sensitive, go to church. But if you if you ain't scared, come get these jokes. That's what I want to say. Now, here's another controversial issue that's been circling around. It's the high school player that's getting ready to commit to West Virginia. Oh, uh, my man, nigga. My man, nigga. I actually went to Rose yeah. and started like, how the hell do you nigga? The K is not silent, everybody. So uh, I was watching Gilbert Arenas' show, and I got this clip here, everybody. Take a look. So we got to start this show off by showing some love to a phenomenal two-sport athlete that had the internet going nuts this weekend, joining his twin sister, who was named MVP, of the same tournament on the girls' side. So let's give it up for Noah. Um, little trouble pronouncing that last name, so we're going to go to our resident pronunciator. Sebastian, how do you pronounce that last name? I like my job too much, um, so I'm going to say... <laughs> Is the case silent like knife? Is it Kaniga? How to pronounce the name Kaniga? Kaniga. That Kaniga's on fire. Kaniga, Mr. Kaniga. Kaniga. Kaniga for three. <laughs> Where that name come from? I don't know. What origin is that? Kaniga is a name of English origin found primarily in the U.S. and Poland. How many of them are there? He's a twin. That means there's a female that looks <laughs> just like that. I got one question. Do any niggas live in Poland? I just gotta know. <laughs> I mean, there gotta be at least like two of them niggas over there. <laughs> only two. They probably play basketball. Yeah. We don't even know that they might. They might have been victims of the White Howard. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the the white, name, yeah, that's the, the white name, spray. They want to bro. hide over there in Poland. Bro, when I first saw the name, the first thing I thought of was Key and Peel. Kingle McCringleberry. Yeah. <laughs> like, who came up with this? That's like, See, bro. When I, I first saw it, when I first saw it, I thought about the Chappelle Show skit, the, the nigger family. Yeah, I thought about I that thought too. About that. Like, bro. Kirk Herbstreet better not say his name on ESPN. I oh, swear, nah. Kirk nah, Herbstreet better not say his name on ESPN. I swear. Nah. Come, come on, Herbstreet, have some balls. Say it with your chest. Come on. I mean, I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, if Stephen A. said he might get away with it, then again, ESPN nah. love firing black men. So, uh, <laughs> listen, man. They just do it. Hey, hey, in the context of the game, they just do it their job. I want to hear him say it so I can laugh. Oh, I can't wait. Let him play special teams. Let him play special yeah. teams. Could you imagine? Yeah. Could you imagine him getting drafted and Roger Goodell have to announce his name with the first oh, yeah. pick in the NFL draft? The Dallas Cowboys select. No. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. Bro, I would go bro, bro, let him get drafted in the NFL in his first round. I'm going to that NFL draft so I can just fucking let my ass off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm gonna get a jersey day one too. 
and, and the thing is, is that as soon as he know, I mean, I'm gonna get the jersey. It's just like the uh, Stevie Ho You Fat uh, character that yeah. played with Wendy. Uh -huh. Like Ho yep. You Fat. Like, yeah. let me find a jersey on eBay. <laughs> Well, I know the, the Falcons. They got a the Falcons. They got a kicker, and his first name is Young Ho. So right, Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo. Yeah, so my Young Ho Koo. And I yeah, and so. I remember that dude because he was playing for the Chargers. Young Ho Koo. Like yes. So I mean, this motherfucker some funny ass names. Uh, right. The origin of that family was probably a hell of a slave owner, to be honest. I'll be real. Probably with you. so. Probably so. You know, yeah. Late. No, yeah. Funny names like. Debo Samuel, um, yeah, Dak Prescott. Yeah. Yeah. Can't <laughs> uh, nobody tell because of how old Debo is. Can't nobody tell me his parents ain't named that nigga after Debo from Friday. Can't nobody tell me that's not the reason why. Of course they did. Of course they did. Of course they did. Yeah. And and by and by the looks of it, his mama probably slept with Wesley Snipes because they look alike. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. Wesley Snipes in Major League, not Nino Brown, okay? Wesley Snipes in yeah. Major League. <laughs> you know, but, um... Man, but, Debo Black is ace of spades, man. You out here so... <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. That's, I mean, I mean, that's why, that's why the 49ers play so good at nighttime, man. They can't see anything on the field, I mean, I mean, man. I mean, you got Brock Purdy, but this name here, this name here, I'm like... I try yeah, to pronounce that... No, no one this is an all timer. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. This is an all timer. They, okay, yeah, he can, okay. He, he can um, try. Paul, Paul, all right, Paul said this if you called in the Kaniga twins, it sounds like a rap group. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I want to put that in the set. Thank you for that. That's, that's good. <laughs> That's good. The but, but, no, but no, but no, man. I, I and when I saw that, the first thing I said, man, I said, I know that he got in some fights in school with that day. Oh, yeah. I know he got in some oh, fights yeah. in school. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. Shit. <laughs> especially in the especially in the locker room, he probably got in fights with his own team. Mm -hmm. He couldn't be no drug dealer. No, <laughs> he couldn't no. be no drug dealer. Cops would be confused. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> what's his name? There, no, there, there goes that nigga right there. There you go, right there. There you go, right there. <laughs> he, yeah, he couldn't yeah. get a black chick. <laughs> couldn't get a black. Couldn't get a black mm -hmm. chick. That's like, man. And his sister has the, the same irony. last name. The irony. He gonna marry a black chick. The irony. That would be funny if he names his kid Noah Kaniga Jr. <laughs> oh, the irony of that. That would be so fucked up if he named this kid Noah Kaniga Jr. <laughs> Noah Kaniga Jr. That's right. And then, right? And then this continue with Jr. the second, the third. Don't keep going. He, he, you know, he should say, don't even call me Noah. Just call me Junior. <laughs> What's your yeah, last yeah, name? Yeah. Kaniga. <laughs> Junior Kaniga. <laughs> <laughs> see, 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 the kid's already fucked up in the head. You know what? Yeah, someone, someone said, you know what? He maybe he should take his mom's maiden name when he goes to school. No, nah, so you nah, gotta keep the nigga. They still nah, gonna nah, beat his ass. <laughs> I told you, they still gonna beat his ass. <laughs> they know it's really that's like evil. Listen, man, that's like evil can evil evil can nigga. They're not ready for that. Right, they're not ready they're for not. that, man. And yo, he's going to West Virginia, everybody, and West Virginia plays in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. But like, like, 
Shador Sanders versus Noah Kanika. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> looking forward to college football this year. And speaking oh, of college shit. football, did anybody watch that 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 beatdown <laughs> of Washington last night, Michigan? I wa- I watched it, and it's kind of like as soon as um, Don- Donovan Edwards scored those two touchdowns, I was like, it's gonna be a long yeah, ass well, night. <laughs> yeah, once I saw the motherfuckers was about to average forty yards a carry. <laughs> it was a done deal. It was, it was, it was a done, done deal. deal, and you know, it was a done deal, and it was funny because I had sat there and they was asking me who's going to win. We picking Washington. That's like, I, if if anything, I take Washington with the spread, Michigan for the win. Yeah. I didn't think they were going to get their ass kicked. No, I mean, they had it close. I mean, they, they had, had it close. close. And they just, had it close. It, they had it close. They had it close. Fourth quarter, Michigan you know, just decided they was done playing games in the fourth quarter. And right. It's like, you know what? We we ain't playing no more. And and Blake Corum said it. Business is finished, straight up. But no, you a big wrestling fan. And the funniest set I've ever seen was our truth talking about the Judgment Day. Tell me your thoughts on that, bro. Our truth is a funny ass to nigga. Okay. Uh. So, so for that yeah. one black people, we're not gonna say nigga. No, we're gonna say Kaniga. Okay, Kaniga is yeah. now ours. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's ours now. Yeah, it's ours. In the racial draft, we draft Kaniga. Uh, but yeah, no, our truth adjustment day. That shit is hilarious, dude. That shit, that shit is hilarious. That that little skit they did last night. Uh, you talking about yo? I knew when I was born, I was gonna join the Judgment Day. Yes. And they put up the and they put up the pictures of all the babies. I'm a big wrestling fan, and and I live for those pops, man. I live for those pops and those type of skits, yeah. man. R truth yeah, is a national treasure. We must yeah, protect our truth. Shit, matter of fact, I'll be at uh, I'll be at SmackDown on Friday this week. So, hey, hey, t- tell the tell tell the tribal chief. I acknowledge him. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've acknowledged my tribal chief a few times, and I plan on keeping it going. You know, yes, I know, we, not, we, I know we, everybody watching. We, everybody watching the show might not be wrestling. We are acknowledging yeah, like the tribal chief, Noah Kanigan. <laughs> that's our yeah, tribal yeah, yeah, chief. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's our tribal chief. Yeah, I know everybody watching this might not be wrestling fans, but just do your research and acknowledge your tribal chief, and you'll be okay in life. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm telling and I'm telling you right now, everybody thinks everybody thinks that you know Cody gonna beat Roman. Roman gonna Roman gonna run him out WrestleMania again, and Roman gonna keep that championship, and we gonna get Hulk Hogan out the record books. That's what we about to do? It it could possibly happen. It can possibly happen. Um, like I said, I'm a big wrestling fan. Look, y'all should have gave me Rock versus Roman in last year. You should gave me Rock yeah. versus Roman in 38. 37 yeah. at least. Well, but, 37 with COVID. Never mind. Um, but if they're gonna do it, but if they're gonna do it at 40, though, think about it. They always they always do something crazy for like the big anniversary shows. Right. Like I mean, you had WrestleMania 30, you had Daniel Bryan uh beat Triple H and then turn around and beat the rest of Evolution to win yeah, the title. And they, yeah, and they brought Batista back for that show. Right. And then, and then he leaves and go says, you know what? Fuck it, I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go with the rest of the galaxy, the Guardians. Stay yes. away from the ring, Batista, because we saw you yes. at, at WrestleMania 35 in New York. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. But Horrible. I do, but I do, but I do think he's gonna be the Hall of Fame inductee this year, though. Oh yeah, he got to get there. They got to get him in there, and, and another person that yeah. got to get in there, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, they're probably gonna do that. 
they're going to do that this year. They got uh, they got to get that man in there. But you know this whole Cody's uh bring back the story. I'm glad that they brought rest some no. I'm glad you know we're getting some type of war back cuz like I said I grew up in the Monday Night Wars. I yeah, grew same. up with the NWO and DX and I told everybody else the NWO was cool for a couple of years. But DX yeah. is forever. <laughs> no, well, no, no, no. The NWO was cool until WWF got their shit together. And right. then Yeah, and see then, if, if, if Eric Bischoff had never told people to change the channel that Nick Foley was going to win the WWF title, yeah. nobody wouldn't know. <laughs> because I mean, let's just keep it a hundred. In hindsight, you know, yeah, the NWO was cool and WCW had like the cruiserweights and all that, but Besides that, WWF was cooking because The Rock came on, Stone Cold came on, DX came on, you know, and then by the time he hit 99, they done brought in Kurt Angle and all this shit. So it was like, Jericho, you know, yeah, Jericho flipped over. No, Jericho uh, came up and then you built up Edge, you know, you built yeah, up Christian, yeah. you built, yeah, you built, like you built up the Hardys, though the Dudleys and everything else too. So you basically yeah, said, yeah. you know, it's for WCW. Yeah, but, and honestly, like though, speaking of Edge, though, that the brew with Gangrel, man, that theme song, that shit that is a bop. That, that's still one of the coldest entrance of all time. I'm gonna come yeah, up to the stage right. with fire all the, on the ones that come. My uh, stepdad was like, "Best man is the devil." It's like, I I, I believe it. <laughs> I yeah. believe it. Hey man, you I'm just trying to walk around. Good? I'm trying to walk around with Durag Vince energy all day. So oh God, this McMahon was the best. <laughs> Durag <laughs> was the best for business. But you know what they should do? In mm. the, the Hall of Fame, don't wait till he dies. Yeah, they should put him in. They should put him in the Hall of Fame while he's able to do it. I understand the you know all the shit on him, but listen, I mean, whatever. Nobody cares. It's Vince. When Vince yeah, shows up, everybody cares. cheers. Yeah, nobody cares. Chris Benoit killed his family. He'll never get the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. All Vince did was fuck some bitches and sign some NDAs. He'll be all right. Exactly. Like, the, cra the crazy thing is about that. The crazy thing is about that is like that shouldn't surprise anybody because that's Vince. Like Vince did that shit on TV. Wait, so what? So what? Yeah. See, what Vince did was a business move. Trump should have did yeah. that before Stormy Daniels signed a fucking yeah, yeah. law contract, bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This but was you, just, you know, hey. But yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> honestly, they got to put all the McMahons in the Hall of Fame because they were all super important, especially during the Attitude Era. Yes, like, put all those hoes, put all those hoes in there. We, I know he hit Stacey Keebler. I know he hit Tori Wilson. We all know he is hit Sable. Switch yeah, Chris but, like, already if they if they want to like you know as a PR move or whatever, if they don't want to deal with whatever. They could just put the McMahons in and put Vince Shane and Stephanie in at the same time. Just, and Linda. You know, man. And Linda. And Linda. And Linda. Yeah, even though her and Vince ain't together no more. Yeah, but put Linda in because Linda, Linda, Linda had to keep shit together. She was together. a big part of it, too. Never forget her in that wheelchair while Vince was making out with Trish. Oh. Right in front of her. <laughs> so I'm 20. Yeah. Okay, so just to give you an idea. So I'm 29 years old, right? So I'm like seven years old watching that shit. I'm just like. I mean, yeah. I'm 40, bro. And I'm going to tell you a true story. My step, my, my, my godfather took me to WrestleMania 3. All right, so that was what, 87? Something like I that. I had my first beer at three years old. Yeah. <laughs> because back then, beer was cheaper than soda. So I got to see Hogan yeah. versus Andre the Giant. So that was actually pretty cool. But if you go yeah. back and you watch how wrestling is, man, 
with all the things that The Rock was saying, Jericho and stuff too, you guys do know that a comedy legend wrote those material. That was Patrice O'Neill. Chris Jericho actually talked about that in his book, Lion Tamer. He talked about that in the book that how Patrice O'Neill was writing his material. So remember the episode where it was Jericho and The Rock and he talked about Stephanie McMahon's breast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrice O'Neill wrote that entire monologue. That's crazy. And, you know, he thanks Patrice O'Neill for that. And, you know, big shout to Patrice O'Neill. But when it comes to comedy, man, we comics, man, we, we, we want to do the dirty and raunchy shit. And we're going to do the dirty and raunchy shit. Um, like I said, H and I'm the H-N-I-C head. You, white people cannot say that. Please do not say it. I'm not going to tell you what it means. You know what it means. Just don't say it. But we're coming. <laughs> no, you meant the you meant the uh, the HKIC. Mm hmm. We we we, we yeah. met Noah. We met Noah. <laughs> Head yeah. committee in charge. We met him. <laughs> we, we, but hey, Kaniga is now ours. Everybody, the word Kaniga is ours. That is our yeah. name. We we own it. We own it. Yeah, we we right. shared the meme two million two billion times. We own that name, people. But that's right. You got some comedy specials coming up. I know you're taking some time off, man. But um, when uh, we can we expect you back on stage, man? Yeah. Uh, first time I'll be back on stage uh, is uh, my uh, roast battle show. Uh, last Friday, the last Saturday of February, uh, Roastomania. Uh, I'll be back on that. Um, and then I'm working on the, I'm finalizing some details on a comedy special that I plan on doing in March. I'll, I'll be announcing that once that's ready. Uh, but I plan on it being in March. Um, and yeah, man. And then I plan on doing some other shit. Uh, you know, I got some stuff coming up on all in Des Moines. Um, but I'm trying to get down there in Kansas city this year too. I didn't go last year. So, um, yeah. Definitely, man. We definitely will get you to go down here because I'm putting on a couple of shows here. Um, I got some stuff in the works out of town, such in places like Orlando, New Orleans, Los Angeles. I only want to go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, not the one where PNB Rock got shot at. Uh, um, right, yeah. I'm going to Las Vegas to go eat at Bojangles. <laughs> so I've already seen everything else. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, I got a lot of things popped up. And also, too, do plan on coming to Omaha again and performing as well. But I do plan on doing some travel, mostly doing a lot of traveling and some local yeah. shows here and there and there. So I'll definitely keep you in touch, man. Hey, man, tell everybody where they can follow you at on social media, Jaron. Yeah, 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 you can follow me. Uh, it's just Jaron Dorsey uh, on Facebook. Shit, I don't even remember what my Twitter is right now. <laughs> uh, just type in Jaron Dorsey Kaniga. That's what you'll find. Yeah, Jaron Dorsey. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, there we go. I, I try. I use my uh, my other name. So uh, my PlayStation name uh, is MK Guy, but my my Twitter name is MK Guy Twenty Four. So y'all. I ain't changed that yet because I got a name and I've been rolling with it. Uh, but yeah, you know, for comedy shit, Facebook, Instagram, I'm all over the place. Y'all come find me. Check me out in Omaha. Check me out in, you know, hope you know Missouri, Kansas, Iowa, wherever the fuck. Y'all find me. You'll be all right. Right. Definitely. And though, everybody, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Petty Murphy Project. Instagram at the Petty Murphy Project. TikTok at the Petty Murphy Project. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the Petty Murphy Project. And subscribe, niggas. Subscribe, niggas. Subscribe. All right, subscribe. Like it. Don't, love and it. don't worry. 
Unapologetic Disruptive will be doing this every Tuesday hmm. for season one until I decide I'm going to take a break. So every Tuesday, we're going to do Unapologetic Disruptive. So I will be back next week. Same time, Kanigas. Same channel, Kanigas. For Jaren Dorsey <laughs> and for Peels and for everybody watching on Facebook Watch, YouTube, Instagram, Rumble, whatever channel this network has it on and listening on the Rabbit in Radio Network. I'm Petty Murphy. I bid you adieu. Good night. Goodbye. And bang. I, 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 you know what? I, I fuck with Kenny Omega. Y'all have a good night, everybody. Twinkle toes. <laughs> In your ass. <laughs> <laughs>